If you bless Israel, you'll be blessed. And we want the blessing of God in our nation. You are listening to Keeping It Israel, brought to you by First Century Foundations. This podcast explores how your Christian faith is connected to Israel and why standing with Israel matters. Now here's your host, Executive Director of First Century Foundations, Jeff Feuders. Well, hi, my name is Jeff, and welcome to this edition of the Keeping It Israel podcast. And uh, today, uh, we wanted to just check in with everyone and uh, let you know about the recent Israel Prayer Watch Canada tour that we set out on, my wife and I, and uh, also our event that we held recently, the culminating event, the closing event called the Israel Prayer Watch Summit. And just to kind of bring everybody up to speed, I want to uh, remind us about the why of all of this. We felt very strongly when we met last uh, December as, as a team that God was asking us to shine a light on the issue of anti-Semitism in an effort to bring believers together, Christian believers in the Jewish Messiah to stand in solidarity with the Jewish people. For too long, anti-Semitism has been, uh, you know, blamed on Christianity. And of course, as Christians who understand the troubled history of uh, our faith, we take some responsibility for that. Maybe not personally. You know, I've never felt like I was uh, someone who was anti-Semitic. However, this kind of residue seems to have, you know, filtered its way, trickled its way down through history and impacted uh, many of us. And, and you know, I would say that that perhaps in my earlier years and, and even during uh, my first 20 years or so of pastoring, that whether or not, uh, you know, I would have said, hey, I'm, you know, I'm anti-Semitic. I would never have said that. But I would have to say that, you know, my my thinking, my my preaching, my teaching was all uh, impacted, influenced by some of these attitudes that have trickled down through Christendom. What am I talking about? Well, I'm talking about, you know, what happened in the early days of the Christian faith, about 300 years after Jesus left this earth. You know, it's uh, always been very ironic to me that during, uh, you know, Acts, the book of Acts, when the apostles came and said, we have all these Gentile believers, you know, what do we do with them? They came to the Jerusalem council. And, and the big question was, <clears throat> do we, do we make these Gentiles become Jewish or can they believe in Jesus? Can they be filled with the Holy spirit um, and, and maintain an identity as believers in Jesus, followers of his way, but not be circumcised, not have to go through sort of all the Jewish rituals and even uh, observe the Jewish feasts. And so there's this interesting conversation. And, and what comes of it is that they decide, no, uh, these Gentile believers can, I mean, obviously they can believe in Jesus. Obviously, you know, the Holy Spirit has has fallen on them. They've been filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, how can we argue with that? And so they, they came back and said they, they don't need to be circumcised. You know, there's a few things they need to do. They need to um, 
and I may not remember all of them. I think there were three, but they they need to abstain from uh, you know food sacrifice to idols. They need to not eat anything with blood in it, and abstain from sexual immorality. I think those were the three. And so it's very interesting. Three hundred years later, when Constantine makes Christianity the official religion of the empire, now Christians are saying Jews cannot be Christians unless they completely abandon their Jewish uh, traditions and their Jewish faith, which seems absolutely ridiculous to me. So they were forced. They were forced to convert to Christianity and to, uh, you know, to leave Judaism and all of those things behind. And out of that, out of that grows this anti-Semitic spirit and, you know, we we met uh, last Sunday night and Pastor Wayne Hilsden, Dr. Wayne Hilsden from Jerusalem, talked to us about this. He said, you know, really, this is a demonic spirit. And so there is uh, some very serious spiritual work uh, background here at play. And so this is what we're talking about, anti-Semitism. It's something, this hatred of Jewish people simply because they are Jews, which is illogical, which makes no sense, which doesn't track with, uh, you know, how most of us would think or feel. However, it's out there and it's real. And so we wanted to shine a light on this, as I said before. And we figured the best way to do that would call believers together, pray together, and you know, take this pledge of solidarity that uh, that we have been taking all across the country. So I'll just report to you how that went. You know, we uh, we started back in June, Sharon and I, and we left our home here in Barrie and made our way uh, north to Sudbury and then to points beyond all the way west to Vancouver Island. And uh, I believe that during that month, we, um, in addition to eight different prayer meetings that we had, Israel Prayer Watch Canada prayer meetings. We also uh, pastored or, or ministered in some Sunday services along the way. God was gracious to open some doors. And um, I will say this, you know, we were, I was particularly uh, a little disappointed at the reception that we received. However, you know, we, we sort of learned and I tried to be, um, tried to be objective about this because I was a pastor for many years. So I do understand the schedule and I understand focus and, and all of that kind of thing. But uh, we had thought that we might get more invitations. And so we wrote this off to the fact that, you know, the Lord had opened specific doors to us. God was was leading and that those who attended, those who came to the various prayer meetings that we hosted were the ones that he wanted to be there. And uh, we just were so thrilled for so many who signed the pledge, who came, who prayed, and were a part of this focus together. And so, you know, I mentioned we did uh, Sudbury. We did, um, we stopped in Thunder Bay. We did Brandon, Manitoba. We had ministry in uh, Edmonton area, Stony Plain, um, Calgary. We did, um, uh, let's see, let me think. After Calgary, we were in West Kelowna. We were in... Um, 108 mile ranch up uh, just north of 100 mile house bc we were uh, on the island vancouver island and uh, then in ladysmith bc uh, sydney bc on the island and back around to uh, richmond before we headed home and uh, what a wonderful experience we had and 
amazing, amazing people journey that we that we met along the journey. And uh, so we just wanted to let everyone know. And if, if you're listening, if you're watching and you were part of one of these prayer meetings, you know what an incredible spirit that we felt. And the Lord was with us in a very special way. And we were just grateful to be able to be involved in this. Then we uh, you know, came back, had some time off in the summer. And then in September, we picked up in Halifax, Nova Scotia and uh, worked our way back here to Ontario and had a number of those uh, prayer meetings along the way as well. We were in uh, Halifax. We were then back in Ontario. Unfortunately, we never got any um, bookings in New Brunswick. And I realized, you know, timing was part of that. But we just, uh, again, were grateful to go to places that opened their doors to us, that made it possible for us to come in. We had a wonderful time at uh, Peace Tower Church in Ottawa, in Arnprior at Glad Tidings Pentecostal Church, and then Hamilton Christian Fellowship, uh, Bethel in Sarnia, Royal View in London, and finished off at Whitby in uh, uh, Whitby Christian Assembly on the Tuesday night before our summit. And then we we moved toward the Israel Prayer Watch Summit. And this has been something that we have just been uh, looking forward to. And it's really hard actually for me to believe that it's over. There's a lot of work, a lot of planning, a lot of effort, a lot of promotion, a lot of advertising that went into this summit. And uh, you know, at the end of the day, it was a great, great time. We were so thankful for uh, the many who came, especially thankful for some of the ministries who displayed their focus in Israel. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm just going to have a little drink of coffee. But also for the many who came and and uh, were a part of the day, and we uh, call it a win. We had we had probably a little over a hundred. And then we had uh, 15 or so on the live stream link during the event. We've had a couple hundred views of our live stream since the event occurred. And uh, by the way, you can find that. You can go and find that on our YouTube channel, the live stream of the summit. And it's also still up on Facebook as well on our Facebook page uh, at FCF Jeff. And I think that uh, you will enjoy being part and hearing the challenges that came from our guests, we had a wonderful time. Uh, Reverend Jason Luscombe brought greetings from uh, my fellowship, my denomination, the Pentecostal Assemblies of Canada. It was a privilege to have him there. And uh, then Reverend Bill Prankard brought a great challenge about revival. And then also uh, Dr. Wayne Hilsden, who was our keynote speaker, spoke to us on the subject of anti-Semitism and delivered a powerful, powerful message that if you have an opportunity, you need to go and, and hear on, on YouTube. I would just say this, you know, what a great, uh, what a great response for people to come just with a desire to stand with Israel, to bless the Jewish people, and we just really felt God move in, in an incredible way.
bless Israel, you're going to be blessed. It's not hard to misinterpret that or interpret that. It's, you can figure that out. If you bless Israel, you'll be blessed. And we want the blessing of God in our nation. We want the blessing of God over our families. And anti-Semitism is growing in Canada again. It's hard to believe. It's, it's, a, it's an awful thing. You think, how could this happen again? How could people do this again? And so many are forecasting. It's going to get worse and worse, and they're forecasting doom and doom. But let me ask you a question here. Do you actually think the enemy is going to succeed with his plan to wipe out the Jewish people? Check the record. He tried it. Years ago, I mean, thousands of years ago, he tried it to wipe out all the male babies. But there was a Moses. It didn't turn out too good for the enemy. He tried it again with a plan to destroy all the Jewish people. But there was an Esther. Bill Prankard mentioned an event in Ottawa many years ago where Hundreds, if not thousands, gathered to confess the sin of turning away the St. Louis ship filled with Jewish people who were fle fleeing Europe. And Canada turned that ship back and many of those Jews died in the Holocaust. We need to confess. We need to turn from our wicked ways. We need to work in an opposite spirit. If this is a spiritual matter, we need to work in an opposite spirit in the spirit of the holy God of Israel. This moment, this part of our gathering, we're praying for a divine revelation of God's love for Israel. And I have to tell you this, pastors across this nation and across the United States and other parts of the world, many of them have no sense or connection of God's plans and purposes for Israel. Many of them have bought into a system of theology that says that, that Israel has been replaced by the church and that God no longer has any purposes, any promises that will be fulfilled for the nation of Israel. Folks, this is, this is real. And we need to pray, I believe we need to pray, that the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of divine revelation will open the eyes of particularly believers, those in leadership and those in uh, the body of Christ to this fact. I would like to take this opportunity to thank our team who has served in so faithfully into both, uh, you know, the tour, the helping with the setup of the tour and getting their promotional material ready and so on, but also the, the big day, our Israel Prayer Watch Summit, the uh, various uh, responsibilities that were carried out. And so first, I want to say thanks to my wife, Sharon, and uh, she is the one that deserves a uh, big, big thank you. She had to put up with me for this whole tour. We were a month on the road in June and a month on the road in, in September, almost a month in September. And uh, I just appreciate so much her assistance with uh, the resource table and with all the work uh, related to our accounting processes and processing and donations and all those kind of things. She does an amazing job all year long, but uh, this has been a lot of extra responsibility this year. And so thank you, Sharon. And um, I know you're stuck with me kind of, but uh, I do love and appreciate you. Also, thanks to Mark Fossey and to Laura Delagard. Laura is our um, director of media production and research. Uh, she takes care of all of the uh, 
things related to our television show, to this podcast. She's a producer of this podcast as well, the producer of the show, and uh, writes all the scripts and does all those things. But in the midst of all that, she also took on helping us uh, to develop some video promotional pieces for the tour and also the um, uh, you know, communication with all of the media outlets and so on, the promotion that way, social media did a fantastic job. Mark also uh, leaned in, Mark Fossey, to assist in many of these areas and especially, uh, you know, helped on the day of as well. Uh, both Mark and Laura were, were just a great asset. So thanks to our team and to so many of you who came. Uh, we just, without you coming, uh, it wouldn't have been worthwhile doing, but we're so grateful for that. And of course, we're grateful to our speakers as well, who did just a phenomenal job. Uh, you know, what does this mean? What does this mean for uh, the future? Well, it means that our focus uh, is never going to sway, uh, you know, away from prayer, prayer for Israel, prayer for the Jewish people, prayer for ministries and ministry leaders in the land of Israel. Uh, we're getting excited because in just a, a month from yesterday, uh, Sharon and I are going to fly again to uh, Israel. We're going to be visiting with 35 or so of the ministry leaders who uh, you know we help to fund projects with. But what we love about visiting them is that we get to sit with them. We get to hear their hearts. We get to share with them some of their burdens. We get to pray with them and encourage them. And uh, God just uh, gives us such gracious times together by, by his spirit. And we love the fellowship that we have when we visit with these ministry leaders. And so we'd appreciate your prayers as we go again. Last May, it was kind of an exciting time with missiles flying and all those kind of things. We're thankful that uh, things seem a little quieter at the moment and hopeful that that, that that holds. But regardless, God is with us. We know that this is what he's called us to do, and we're excited to be able to go and visit. Uh, Mark is going to join us, our development director. Mark Fossey will join us in, um, in mid-November and be with us through to the end of our time there. And um, also, Laura, our entire team will be in Jerusalem the last uh, week of our trip around November 13th to the 18th or so. And we are excited to be a part of King of Kings 40th anniversary celebrations. 40 years since Jim and Kathy Canelon and Wayne and Ann Hilsden went to uh, begin this church at the invitation of the Israeli government and the city of Jerusalem. Uh, an amazing, amazing story how God has you know, established King of Kings there in Jerusalem, but also she has expanded uh, all around the world, literally. They have a family of ministries in the land of Israel and uh, more recently, new congregations in uh, the United States and I think Germany, uh, Mexico. God is really blessing them in amazing and abundant ways. We're thankful for uh, Wayne's leadership over many of those years and also for Chad Holland, who uh, currently leads. And we're looking forward to an exciting time at this uh, 40th anniversary celebration and conference in, uh, in mid-November. So thanks for your prayers for our team. And what I want to say about the future is that, you know, as the Lord leads, we are uh, prayerfully considering uh, whether or not to continue some of these events like the Israel Prayer Watch Summit. Um, the tour, I think, was a, was a one-time deal uh, for the time being, but uh, the summit was a, a great 
event that we are just looking forward to discovering whether or not we could do uh, two or three of these next year in various parts of the country. And so if you're listening and you go, yeah, we'd like one of those in our community um, and you'd like to help us to put that together. The other thing that we're that we're wanting to do is uh, get some key volunteer help in some of the major centers. I'm thinking uh, sort of Vancouver, uh, Calgary, Edmonton, or even Red Deer in the middle, where we could host an event in Alberta. And uh, then, of course, in the GTA, some volunteers who could assist us there. And we were just uh, praying about how we could, uh, again, connect with people, connect with our partners, but also with new people who might want to partner with First Century Foundations. And I think this would be a wonderful way for us to, uh, to attempt to do that. So that is the report that I wanted to, to bring to you today. I am encouraged at what God is doing in the land of Israel. And uh, I hope that you are encouraged by the clips that you saw. I hope that, uh, you know, God is working in your heart and continuing to challenge you each and every day about how we can be supportive of Israel, supportive of the Jewish people. And we're just so grateful that um, God has called us to this unique but very important ministry. And I just thank you from the bottom of my heart. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks for being a part of FCF. If you haven't engaged with us yet, if you've not uh, you know, looked at our webpage for centuryfoundations.com and, and list, looked at some of the ministries that we're involved with and, and engage with us financially, I want to encourage you to prayerfully consider, would you prayerfully consider how you can help us, how you can sow into this ministry? And we are especially looking for, for monthly partners. That monthly support gives us a solid foundation on which to do the work that God has called us to do. And so for $30 a month or $50 a month, $100 a month, whatever you feel that you can do, if you uh, go to uh, the website, there is uh, a way that you can set that up online or you can call. My wife would be happy to speak with you about setting up that monthly donation and it would just be such a huge blessing to us and such a huge help as we minister to those in the land of Israel. You know, God hasn't called us to go and be evangelists in Israel. He hasn't called us to be missionaries in Israel, but he's called us to be equippers of those he has already sent, those he has placed on the ground in the land who have who have you know physical locations and have uh, spheres of influence who have opportunities in front of them all the time and who have established relationships in the community these are the people that we are helping to fund and support and god is working through them in miraculous ways and you know what your investment and our investment in them is is uh, a great one and will bring fruit will bring harvest will bring a return uh, for god's kingdom into eternity this is, you know, an investment that you can make that will have an impact in eternity. So uh, consider giving to First Century Foundations. Consider that monthly option. And uh, again, we'd love for you to call Sharon or go to the website, uh, firstcenturyfoundations.com slash donate. And you could help us in a great way by getting involved financially 
We certainly appreciate your prayers. We place a high, high value on those. And listen, if all you can do is pray, if all you can afford to do is pray, that is still a great investment that you're making in our ministry. And we thank you for it. Uh, I also want to challenge you, if you haven't signed the pledge, we're going to leave it up on the website. And uh, I think that if you if you go uh, firstcenturyfoundations.com slash IPW Canada and scroll down, you'll find the Solidarity Pledge. And uh, we're looking to make it a little more easy for you to find. We'll probably be taking down the information about the summit and about the tour. But the pledge we want to leave up, and we'd love for you to go and sign it. Add your name to the list of those who have taken a stand and are taking a stand in solidarity with Israel and the Jewish people against anti-Semitism. And so I just encourage you to do that. Again, uh, firstcenturyfoundations.com slash IPW Canada, and you'll be able to find the information there where you can sign, read and sign the pledge. And we encourage you to, uh, to do that. Well, thank you for listening, and we love being able to come to you in this format by podcast, and I just pray that uh, what we've said today has been encouraging to your heart. Pray that you will be inspired by some of the links that we've shared, and uh, also that it will inspire you to get more involved in ministry to Israel and in our ministry to the land of Israel. We would just appreciate that so much. Thank you for being part of Keeping It Israel today. God bless you. Shalom. Shalom, and thank you for listening to Keeping It Israel. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it and consider supporting us to keep the conversation going. And just so you know, you can watch this podcast on our First Century Foundation's YouTube channel, where you will find all of our Keeping It Israel interviews and much more from First Century Foundations. So don't forget to subscribe. First Century Foundations exists to turn hearts around the world toward the land, people, and God of Israel. We support over 70 ministries in Israel who are doing an incredible work on behalf of the Kingdom of God in so many different ways. We also take tours to Israel and we would love to have you join us. Please visit firstcenturyfoundations.com to learn more about the work we do and how you can stay connected. Until next time, from all of us at First Century Foundations, God bless you and God bless Israel.